Happy 100. Welcome to Strange Love of Movies. My name is Livia Martinez and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Oscar and Ellie Martinez. And Strange Love, we've made it. 100 official episodes. Woo. Have we had more than that? Yeah, because we had the 12 Days of Christmas and we had the whole Wes Anderson series. So we're more, at, what, like 122, but we don't have to talk about that. This is our 100th episode and we're discussing The Batman. This is the newest Batman movie and it stars Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz and Paul Dano and Colin Farrell and Jeffrey Wright and it is directed by Matt Reeves and we have some thoughts. Yes, we do. You know, the first one is why? Why did they make another Batman after so many great versions of it going back to whoever that was? Michael Keaton, George Clooney. Some of them were not so uh, great. George Clooney was not good. Ben Affleck, you know, and Affleck. Uh, and hello. Colin Firth. <laughs> no, what's, no, what's his name? Wait, wait, wait. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises, one of the best movies, period. I mean, it's great action, great acting, great drama. And that should have, that, that trilogy was, was, was bar none. The Christopher Nolan and one, yeah. Christopher Nolan. And then this one comes along and it's the first of another trilogy they're going to start. And why? Because it makes a lot of money and it's, but it's very compelling. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I really, really enjoyed this more so than I thought I would. Ditto. Yeah. And I, I liked it too. I didn't like it as much as the two of you because I don't know. I guess my I guess I am feeling my age because to me that Christopher Nolan series was like yesterday. It just seemed like it it just happened and I thought it was excellent. I mean, it was by far my favorite of the I guess sort of superhero genre and I thought all three of those movies was were really good and liked each one of them and I didn't really see a reason to redo Batman again so soon but then y'all reminded me that it really has been what a decade years, yeah. yeah since since that series so I guess if if young people want a new <laughs> young people young people today <laughs> want a new series then um, this certainly was a good start well and also I've gone on the record I am not ashamed to say that on strange love uh, that I don't I won't go to superhero films but Batman's different because, and that's why, maybe that's another reason why he's so compelling, because he's always been a bit of an anti-hero. And in this one, it really comes out that what, you know, I am vengeance. Well, that doesn't sound like a hero, right? It sounds classic anti-hero, if not a bad guy, right? And he's never, not really a bad guy, but he does wear a mask, you know? And so it, it probes some of those questions and it really brought out, I think the director's intent was to be Batman the, the detective, right? Yes. He's always shown detective skills and figuring out who does what and whatever. And that really comes comes out here in a big way. And Strange Love, since you guys are probably movie fans, you've probably seen Seven or Zodiac or one of those David Fincher films. And this is very Fincher-esque. This is basically a David Fincher kind of superhero movie, even though it's directed by Matt Reeves. And that's probably why the, thematically it's just so dark. I mean, Batman's always dark, but this is insanely dark. It's always raining. It's always raining. It's just, it's a mess. I do not want to live in Gotham. Let's just say that. And even though it is so derivative of Fincher, it's still entertaining because uh, Fincher has a cool style. And again, it, he didn't even make the movie. I'm just saying, that's what been some people's complaints. They've said it's too derivative, but maybe it is, but it's a fun style. And this is a superhero movie. We're not going to read too much into it, but what are we going to do right now? Read too much into it. Yeah, literally. But before we get to this new Batman, 
Dad, you mentioned all the actors that played Batman. Imagine being Robert Pattinson and offered this role. I mean, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, everyone who's played Bat- Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer oh, like that's right. everyone Val who's Kilmer. played Batman has become a star. So he was probably like, yes, this is the superhero you want to be. Because it's true. And I think he did a great job. And yet he really, it's funny because he started out in these super popular teen movies. Team Edward. Yes, the um, Twilight movies where he was a vampire, um, but good vampire. Um, (laughs) But he then has gone on from there to really mostly make more independent films and artsy movies. So in a way, he's just kind of coming back to the popular cinema. Mm -hmm. Well, and not that Batman, or, well, well, spoiler alert, Batman and Bruce Wayne might be the same person. (laughs) This was the first one where he wasn't exactly an introvert. I mean, not that Batman is an extrovert, but this this is the first one he didn't. Usually they show him conducting business. There's always a scene where uh, Bruce Wayne's in a tuxedo, right? And this one he wasn't. He was all kind of grunge grunge forever and just he was this billionaire, but he just stayed in his bat cave doing his bat things. And they didn't even show his meeting with the accountants. There's always an obligatory scene where he's meeting and conducting the business of the Wayne Empire, whatever it is. But no, in this case, he was all about figuring out what was going on. There was a serial killer on the loose. What else? But it's it's just really provocative the way he does things. And he leaves notes for the Batman consistently. And it kind of makes sense that somebody who is doing all the stuff at night, flying around the city with bat wings and solving crimes mm-hmm. and getting rid of bad guys, that he wouldn't then during the day be able to function as a completely normal, well-balanced businessman. So it makes sense that he's really basically more of a kind of a rebel or kind or just kind of a confused rich kid. I mean, my man Bruce Wayne, first of all, his parents are brutally murdered in front of him. But also, yeah, he's nocturnal. What's he supposed to do? He's always around at night and it's always raining. He's probably freezing. And I have to say the first 10 minutes, I just loved, loved, loved the first 10 minutes because of the, it sets the scene, the very, you're seeing it through the eyes of somebody else who's watching something that you think happened a long time ago and it turns out it's not. It's something that's happening now. And then it's just... Uh, Again, the, the voiceover and the bat and the Batman voice was pretty good because it wasn't the usual, you know. It was a little I more think restrained. That, I right? think that fit the yeah. mood of the picture. Yeah, I think it, it a, really, yeah. I think the narration really kind of brought you along. He's narrating. What's that? It wasn't this line, but it was something similar that you know somebody talks about the approaching storm. I am the storm, and and this idea <laughs> that there was a bit of there was a lot of menace into what he was saying because mm-hmm. the bad guys and gals, I'm sure some of the criminals, we're not sexist here, are female. But they um, are, it, it was interesting because he had claimed the darkness, right? And like you're saying, how do you claim the darkness? Like, in other words, criminals conduct a criminal act and they see the shadows and they think, uh-oh, is Batman back there? And most of the time he wasn't because he can't be everywhere. And I really like that idea. That's I don't so think well I, shot. I don't think I'd cool. ever seen that expressed exactly. And then, of course, he's where he's needed most where this poor guy's getting beaten up by these thugs and he shows up and he takes care of them. And that's in the first, just in the first 10 minutes and then the rest of the movie follows through. And then we mentioned the length of the movie, two hours and 46 minutes. Did it feel that long 56, three hours. Wow. And then plus the previews. Oh my gosh. I said so many previews. 30 minutes of previews. 17 hours in the movie theater. (laughs) Way to do math. Yeah. I think though that a problem was the runtime 
everyone was talking about the runtime so much. I did not, I would not have noticed. I honestly, like I looked at my phone once and it had been, I think two and a half hours. And I was like, what? I thought it'd been like an hour and a half. I think it really did keep you involved yes. the full time. But still looking back, if they had gotten us, they could have gotten us out of there in two fifteen, two and a half hours, Definitely. maybe cut a few scenes or made them condense them a little bit. They definitely could. But back to Batman, Robert Pattinson, he did a great job, great American accent. At one point, though, Dad, you've heard me make this joke a few times, but he, at the end, like, is just kind of Batman's in a fight, you know, which we'll talk about the fight scenes and how they're so excellently directed. But he's in a fight and he grunts, and I was like, that was the most British grunt I've ever heard. He was like, eh. Like, I don't know. It was just so funny. funny. But besides that, couldn't tell he was British once. And... To the action scenes, my favorite action scene, which I think y'all were both equally as impressed with, was they're in this dark hallway, and the only thing that lights it up are the gunshots um, from the automatic weapons. That was nice. Beautifully yeah. done. You still kind of understood what was going on. Yeah, yeah. it looked Amazing. like a silent film, right? Like, or stop action. Like, he's in one spot, and then the next stop, you know, it's like little yes. spotlights here and there. It was very well done. So cool. And honestly, there weren't too many fight scenes, I feel like. Like... Oh, mom, you're shaking your head. Well, I mean, that's pretty much the whole movie, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> Except but, for the whole movie, there weren't that many fights. No, scenes. but there's so many conversations between like Jeffrey Wright and um, Bruce Wayne. And yeah, yeah but it wasn't like true. The Godfather, where it's just a bunch of conversations okay, and a fair. couple of gunfights. They had a lot of action. There you're was, right. You're right. You're but right. The, oh, that that car chase. Remember when the Batmobile shows up? That was really interesting. And just when you think. Oh, I've seen so many car chases. What is this one going to do? Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, so you saw some things you hadn't really seen before. And uh, yeah, it was, well, it was, it was, it, it, it moved right along for sure. Okay. Now I'm thinking about it. There were a lot of fight scenes. <laughs> I was But wrong. I mean, they were well done and yes. they were, they were briskly edited. I mean, they were fun to watch. Yeah. But do we want to talk about Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman? I liked her character a lot. I, I want mean, to be I her. Thought, yeah, I mean, she was, of course, the usual sexy cat woman, but uh, she's usually a villain or at least sort of semi-villainous. And this, she was certainly a tough gal, but she was she was on a mission to avenge her, her friend that she really cared about and um, then had kind of a thing for Batman and he had a thing for her, which is a little bit of a twist, I think. I haven't seen all the former previous Batmans, but I think that may have been a kind of a new twist. But I liked the idea that, see, I like cats. We know. And so the fact that this woman liked cats and she was not that bad, I think that's a step forward in our civilization well and originally imagine being called dog woman doesn't have the same effect <laughs> oh, no, that does not have the same allure it's a dc product but it didn't include it wasn't like uh the just justice league or it wasn't Marvel. wasn't like a typical it wasn't, wasn't like iron man and doctor strange with all the others by the yeah. way they're talking about doctor strange is like who is this guy there's nothing you can do to beat him <laughs> i've never seen a doctor strange you know, like we said that about Superman. Like, like he has every what's, what's, advantage. Who's going to beat Superman? No also, one? it's almost funny. I want to make a documentary, if I could, about how badly DC is run compared to Marvel. Like, everything they do is just a disaster, I feel like. Although, I mean, they make the money, but it's just like, always leaves fans displeased. I can't think of any... Although, this one's gotten a lot of good reviews. Well, yeah, yeah, yes. Batman is its own thing. But just like Justice League, Aquaman, yeah. Flash, all those things. Although, Aquaman... 
Aquaman was a hit. I Did think. you see it? No. But I don't see some of I don't either. I'm artists. just saying. DC is not where they should be compared to like what Marvel is. Yeah. I take your word for and it. And we're not fans of either at all. <laughs> but but I'm we've just, seen our share. So yes, we can definitely. comment. Yeah. And so, yeah. The only piece of humor, which is a critique we have about this movie, because come on, give us something, Bruce Wayne. It was so dark. I mean, just the setting was so dark. The story was so dark. The characters never smile. I mean, it's just, it's a terror. Gotham is, like Livia said, is a terrible place to live. <laughs> but the but only it doesn't really have part. any humor, except for, yeah, when, 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 I can't even think of more than one funny line. And it's not even that funny, but it's just like, he's in Catwoman's apartment, and there are a bunch of cute little kitties all around, and I heard mom go, oh, and they're all around Batman, and he goes, you have a lot of cats. <laughs> That's it. That's what we're working with, people. But it wasn't like Christian Bale was cracking jokes right and left. I don't recall a single joke. Yeah, he's not He's not a jokey kind of guy. No, the Joker was funny, right? Oh, well, that was something different. Yeah, but didn't the Joker make like... The thing is, in Dark Knight, though, he is certainly a very like evil character, but... He is funny in a very yes. dark sort of way. I mean, you're kind of like laughing and afraid to laugh, but he's certainly trying to be funny. Because the Joker's a clown. Right. On to that, let's talk about our villain, played by Paul Dano, the Riddler. <laughs> what do we think about him? You know who he was based on? Hmm. He was based on the composite sketch of who they think the Zodiac Killer was. Full circle, full stop. So, so he had these yeah. little glasses. He's weird. And this guy's got his head all taped up with some sort of masking tape, but he's wearing these glasses with the uh, clear frames, right? He looked goofy. <laughs> that he was did. the stupidest looking villain um, mask I've ever seen. He was wearing glasses over a ski mask. <laughs> What is the point of that? That's not cool. I guess in a way that was kind of amusing, actually, because you wouldn't expect somebody like that to to look like that. But um, he was good. I mean, Paul Dano is a good actor, and I remember him. I think where he stood out the most to me is in that Escape from what is it, Danamore, right. which is a really yeah. good series, also. Yeah, um, he was also in There Will Be Blood, right? Either, and yeah, Little I mean, Miss been, Sunshine. I mean, that's the thing. He's oh, been he's in a lot of films, and he always plays somebody so different. Yes. So I think that shows he's such a good actor because he's really such different characters. He was also in War and Peace. Remember that? That's yes. right. Okay, I was trying uh, to think the of the other version one. version of War and Peace made by the BBC, I think it was. Yes, yeah. that's what I was Very trying well to think done. of. He was yeah. really good in that. Yeah, he was, a, he was the, the, the main the, character. The protagonist. Yeah. He did a really Strange good job. Strange Love is Team Paul Dano. Woof. Yeah, I forgot. But yeah, he... Actually, yeah, his character has a few kind of goofy moments because he's just so evil and bad. But in the same way, there's a reason why he's doing it. And he's kind of... His plan is like, okay, Batman will be on my side because we have the same purpose. But Batman's like... No, what you're doing is bad. <laughs> and he was like, that's not how it's supposed to work. He's like, no, Batman, this was not the plan. And yes, yeah. he was disappointed to hear Batman say that. He was disappointed. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman let him down. Yeah, and Jeffrey Wright, again, fresh off of French Dispatch, he made a nice turn as uh, Commissioner Gordon. He did a good job. He always does such a good job, you know. Yeah, he did yes. a good job because, like, the script was not the most excellent thing ever, and his lines weren't awesome, but he still... It's an important character. Yes. He really lived up to it. But she's Gotham. 
disaster. We want to talk about the costumes a little bit and the makeup because you had the thing about Zoe Kravitz's little mask. And, and you had a thing uh, about his little ears. Well, yeah, the ears are so extra. Really, he doesn't. I mean, he goes he and makes the little ears wide. if he's a bat. But he's not a bat. He's a he's a man. But he's a man who's a bat. He's a bat man, and a bat man needs little bat ears. Well, I mean, would about... you really buy into him if he didn't have the little bat ears? Stop saying the little bat ears. <laughs> his little... silhouette was kind of goofy when you just see his little ears. Why doesn't he take that mask off for Zoe Kravitz? This was the most overused, the bat signal in this one. They used it so much. So every, much. every five minutes, oh, there's a bat signal. I go, great. I just sat down to dinner. I up there and, <laughs> you know, got to go do my thing. What about Zoe's? Okay, this mask was <laughs> yeah. ri- actually ridiculous. And I liked it because it was kind of cool. But it was a ski mask. And you could see every single part of her face except for her, like half her nose. <laughs> How could she ever fool anybody? She couldn't. And she's just so distinctive and like beautiful that, ugh, well, goofy. But to the bat signal thing, this three hour movie, did you guys realize that all, all that disaster took place in one week? Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, between election week. It was between Halloween, October Halloween 31st. Halloween and election day. Yeah. November 6th. Because oh, Batman journals. Sense. Bruce Wayne's diary instead of the Bridget Jones diary. And oh. so he's like, the very beginning he says October 31st, whatever. And then um, at the very end he's like, November 6th. I'm like, that has been the worst week ever. Ever. I guess ever. America had some of those in 2021, but we don't have to get it. Yeah, it's that. appropriate for the era, I guess. Well, speaking of which, didn't it take um, almost like a year and a half, maybe two years? Because this was filmed, this was filmed right after covid wasn't it like a year into COVID it started being filmed or six months into COVID and then he gets COVID, Robert Pattinson. Oh, I remember that. And it was a mess and they, they, were, they thought these post-production problems were going to doom it, that they wouldn't be able to finish this film, but they did and it worked out really well. Yeah, and this movie's been making a lot of money. Typical Strange Love, don't know exactly how much. I know it's half a billion dollars. It wow. cost almost $200 million to make and it's all, all, it's all, it's all on the screen. Uh, it's all up on the screen to see, but $500 million, that's... Yeah, and it's going to keep going up with international markets and stuff, which is good. And it's funny because this is something where with all the terrible things happening in the world Mm -hmm. right now, um, I think it's an escape. People can go into the movie theater and think about nothing that's happening right now. On the other hand, it is such a dark movie. it's, It's kind of funny when you imagine that Nowadays, an escape is just not thinking about what's going on in real life. I know. It's not like it has to be something happy and cheery and musically joyous. Oh, that's kind of a good point. But speaking of musically joyous... Batman the musical. No, 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 The music was really good in this. That's what I was going to say. That's what I meant to say. And their use of Something in the Way by Nirvana twice in the movie was very well done. Nirvana does not normally license their music out to movies, so it was probably a very high price. So that's probably why they used the same song twice. Couldn't afford anything else. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I mean, it's the best Nirvana song, and it's the yeah, best song for this movie. Yeah, it perfectly. Yeah, at first, I heard that, the, for some reason, I heard that something in the way was in this movie, so I thought it was going to be like Batman was talking to someone and was like, you don't know me, and it was like something, it would just be like so cheesy, but it was d- well done, very well done. Yeah, and then the score itself kind of picked up on that. Apparently, the composer said it was just a coincidence. He had composed the score before they had chosen that Nirvana song, but it's very similar. It's almost like an eyes wide shut feel with this very simple, sparse piano, one note, one note, and then a couple and more notes. Very similar to that song, the way it's structured. And let me see who composed it. Okay, Michael Giacchino, and he 
is the one who did Up. Remember how beautiful yeah. the Up's great. Like, yeah. I mean, it's true. So every time I hear it, I almost start crying. And they're such similar films, too. <laughs> Up and The Batman. Okay, true, Mom. Ha, 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 ha. But yeah, and he also has done like Toy Story and he did Lost. And this guy, this is a, he so, knows what he's doing. So an amateur then. Yes, an amateur. <laughs> Anything else Batman wise? I assume, have y'all read whether or not this is the first in a series? I assume it's the first. It's the first of three. First of three. It has to be. I mean, the ending, do we like the Joker situation or not? I liked it. It was pretty trite, but I kind of like the idea that they suggested that there's another villain on the way. I did too. I was going back and forth. I liked it when I was watching it. Then thinking back, I was like, that was dumb. But then now I'm like, eh, nah, that was clever. It was exciting, kind of. Yeah, in a weird way, it was very, uh, it was very reassuring, you know, they had a lot of social media elements, had a lot of crazy people, crazy followers doing crazy things, sort of reminded me because of the Joker. It's reassuring that there aren't that many crazy people, and if there are, I, they're not that organized. Malevolent, I should <laughs> yeah. say. I shouldn't say crazy, because it's more not mainstream. <laughs> indie. <laughs> indie, yes. yeah, they're indie. Out of the mainstream. Out of the yeah. mainstream, you know, taking, you know, weapons and doing things, but it's like, it's, it's, it's good, it's reassuring there aren't that many people like that, because it, it's, it would be pretty, um, pretty terrible world if it weren't. <laughs> yes, and actually, you came up, Liv, you came up with an idea for, it, it's funny, because I'm sure filmmakers, Batman has been made so many times, I'm sure they're tempted to, they want just their own stamp on it, and they want it to be completely original, but then they're probably also tempted to allude back to other films that have come mm-hmm. before, so I think it would have been kind of cool if he had, at the since it's just a small part at the end, mm-hmm. you mentioned if, if the Joker, because is it, we're not really ruining anything, but the Riddler yes. encounters the Joker, and if the Joker had been Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, that would have been awesome. But I mean, he would have that would have been so expensive, probably, and we would have heard about it unless they could have just talked him into doing it just for the heck of it. Yeah, but Joaquin's kind of a weird guy. I feel yes. like he wouldn't do that. Yeah, but no, I really wish that they would have done that. That would have been so fun. But again, we would have heard about it already and just been like, where's Joaquin? True. Would have kind of ruined it anyway. We would have heard about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at one point, I, I really thought, is it a spoiler alert about Batman? But I thought he was going to meet his end because I wasn't sure he was oh, going to really? make it. Yeah. But he made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an exciting feeling, though. Most yeah. superhero movies, you're like, okay, they're going to live, whatever. But I didn't really feel that way. But I'm glad you did. Yeah, and he never used. I it bothered me. He didn't. He has. I'm put, pointing it to my wrist because he has these little cool little knives on his wrist. He never used them. He, he didn't could, use a lot of his he, suit he, stuff. He should have used more more of his gadgets. And should we talk about Alfred? He didn't do much in this movie. Mm-mm. The previous yeah, Alfreds, whether it was Morgan Freeman or Michael Caine, they always you know they're always making all the fancy or, tools or even and just devices suits, and weapons. You know? I mean, this guy didn't do anything except get blown up. I know. Spoiler alert. I mean, well, n- but all maybe. this is probably a setup for the second movie because probably go. the Arthur will be more prominent in that, and maybe even the little knives on his wrist will Who's get used. Arthur, Who's Mama? Arthur? <laughs> it's Alfred. Maybe Alfred will be. <laughs> Speaking of Alfred, who's overtaken this podcast, there's. Did you know there's a show about him? His backstory. No. It's like on FX or something, or Random. one of those shows. I don't know. I was like, I don't want. I don't care. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. I don't either. Now, Strange Love. Speaking of the Batman, since this is our hundredth episode, we actually have sitting with us right now 
the very own Robert Pattinson. I just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. We don't have Robert <laughs> yeah, he's Pattinson. Not on, yeah. He's not on here. He's that welcome would be, to join us anytime. Yes. That would be insane. He has an open invitation. Yes, he does because he did a really good job, and I was pleased because. We worried that he wouldn't be able to be Batman. Her mom worried because she's like, he's too skinny. Well, I just don't think he, he doesn't have a tough guy exterior. Yeah, but he was kind of like goth Batman. Or my friend referred to him as my emo boyfriend, Batman. That's perfect. Goth, Gotham City. Ayo, true, true. So should we get into ratings for yes. our 100th episode? Yes. Okay, I will start. I will give... Hmm, let's do out of what we think. Bat wings. Bat wings, good. I'm going to give it four out of five bat wings. I was very impressed by this movie, and I liked how edgy it was. I liked how dark it was, and it could have been cut a little bit, but overall, it was, I liked it. I'll give it a four and a half, because I, I really liked it, and it, it brought me back into the light of, the darkness brought me back into the light of, of those <laughs> action films that I thought I'd sworn off of, but it was very... Uh, and, and we always say this in every movie, of like, would we want to see it again? I wouldn't mind seeing that one at home because it's like, okay, I could skip a few parts or just do some other things while I'm watching it. But I, I would see it again. And I think I'd give it a three. I don't think I liked it as much as you two did. But I was, it was well made and it was a good story and I liked the people in it. I mean, I enjoyed it, but there were some things that I could would have changed if I had the choice and again it was I don't think it was quite worth the running time but it was a it was a good film yeah I know what you mean but it's interesting because you guys say there are things you could cut or at least dad says that but I can't really think of scenes well you said you'd like to watch it at home so you could skip through a few points and stuff like that yeah (laughs) that's kind of what I mean though but I can't think of scenes where I would want to fast forward when I was watching it I was expecting this whole no I didn't say fast forward I mean doing other things like checking your phone no no I'm not blaming I'm that's like not watching in other words yes they're just people have complained though like yeah there are parts but I'm like what parts because I can't really think of any where I was like oh let's cut it you know and that's a sign of a good movie by the way Robert Pattinson just texted me and he was about to accept our invitation but he heard mom give it a three and he's not coming now (laughs) don't blame me thanks a lot mama well strange love that marks 100 episodes you guys have anything to say about it being number 100 that's crazy it's exciting Maybe Station Eleven, which we did recently, should have been our number 100 because that's about a pandemic, and we actually started this podcast during a pandemic. But um, in a lot of ways, I think Batman's an appropriate 100th episode because we are, I think, coming out of a period when people have been stuck indoors and Batman has brought a lot of people back to the theater. The darkness has brought us to the light, as Dad once said. And yeah, this podcast, I did not expect it to be come to number 100. I mean, we started this again during quarantine of 2020. And thank you guys for listening to it. It means a lot that we have listeners. And it's crazy. We've watched so many movies with y'all and talked about so many movies, you know, so many good times after meals at our favorite Mexican restaurant and coming back here and talking about movies we watch on Saturday and Friday night. And that's kind of what we're doing right now. And it's just good vibes. I'm so happy that y'all are a part of this. Yes. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes, they're all on our website, strangelovemovies.com. And you can uh, leave your feedback there and encourage us to continue. If there's a movie you want us to review, let us know. And follow us on Instagram at Pod. 
And thanks for listening to our thoughts on Batman. Anything else? Or as should I say, the Batman. Yes, we appreciate the listeners and we really enjoy doing this. And it feels good to know that other people enjoy movies just as much as we do. Yes, good way to end it. Happy, Happy 100. 100. Okay, bye, Strange Love. <laughs>